welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Molly, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the horn needs a little tooting, then you already know I'm going to do the job. So a little bit that has been going on with me. Earlier, I recorded a freaking podcast and the podcast deleted. It was only like 16 minutes of the podcast and I really felt like super discouraged. I was so annoyed. My phone, like, I just bring it down. Like, I literally was so mad. I was so upset. Um, I've been doing Pilates two times a week. So if there's any moms out there and you feel like you got a weak core, like you feel like your six-pack days are, like, just way behind you and you never going to have a flat stomach, I definitely feel like Pilates, Pilates is really helping with my core. Um, if you feel like Pilates is, is, are, is too expensive for you, you can also go on YouTube and look up Matt Pilates. Matt Pilates, you're able to do Pilates without the reformer. You could just do it in your living room on the floor. Um, if this little journey don't work out for me, I'm definitely going to be right in my living room doing a Pilates for free 99. Um, my son's birthday was last week. We had a great time. So make sure you check out my Instagram video of me doing my son room over. My boyfriend's mom's birthday was over the weekend. And you know I love to throw a party. Next year, I'm throwing a party. Everybody's going to invite you, be invited. You're going to have to buy a ticket, though, because, like, that's going to be my gift. But everybody's going to come to my party because I don't have enough friends to throw a party for myself. So I know that I really enjoy having parties. So save the date. Everybody's invited. Um, let me see what else. Yeah, that's really it. Ain't nothing really been going on with me. Like, being a mom, you know, the same thing, like usual. I recorded, like, four poems in one day the other day. So I could get some content for y'all while the baby was asleep. And then afterwards, I felt like I should have changed my shirt. Because I've been posting the videos on social media. People have been enjoying them. And I literally look the same in every video. Because I didn't change my shirt. So I should have changed my shirt. Next time around, I'm shirt is going to be changed. 100%. I was so mad I didn't do that. Um, other than that, life is great. Um, so I wanted to talk about something that me and... My man was talking about the other day, and I've talked about this on a podcast before about how important it is for your partner to feel considered. Okay. And I know that it's a lot of people out here that probably go to sleep every night feeling like my partner doesn't love me, they don't appreciate me. But if both people are in a relationship and they feel considered, they are able, I, I truly believe that they are able to work through a lot of stuff because in your heart of hearts, you feel like your partner appreciates you, you feel like your partner sees you. A lot of the stuff that people go through be stemming from not feeling appreciated, not feeling valued, feeling like your partner take, takes you for granted, not feeling appreciated, like all under the same umbrella of just they don't really take into consideration the things that I do for them on a day-to-day -day basis. And like you, like I told you, I was watching the Black Love, um, like the miniseries on the OWN Network, and one of the things that they said was... Like every family should have like a um like basically like a family motto and you could put it on your refrigerator or something for y'all to see it every day. And I feel like a great family motto would be like, did I do something to make my partner happy today and myself? I really feel like when you do stuff to make your partner happy, they have the energy to show up for you too. I don't want you making somebody happy and pouring into somebody else constantly and you feel like they constantly giving you your ass to kiss though. That's different. 
but damn, my, my woman, she comes home, like she cooks, she comes home from work, she cleans up the house, she get the kids ready for bed, she cooking our dinner, she washing up, like, let me try to cook for her. Let me order out, like, or let me do the homework with the kids. How can I make this person that I love, that I care about more than anything, how can I make their life easier? What can I do for them? What can I assist them with? How can I be of service? How can I make, how can a day be a little bit better because, because of me? A lot of people, I feel like they, that's why a lot of people feel like they spread in too thin or they not appreciate it or they do stuff for everybody else and not enough things are done for them or nobody sees them. Nobody cares about them. I feel like because a lot of people are not considering how, how this person is feeling carrying so much. So when we was talking about being considered, I was like, I feel like you, I, I feel like you didn't consider me the other day and I don't feel like you appreciated me that day. And he was like, well, how so? Like, how, how did you feel like that? I said, well, I did X, Y, and Z. I did all of these things and you still was complaining about something. I said, but if you was having a mindset of like, how can I be of service or how can I be assist of assistance or operating in that moment from a place of gratitude? Because, you know, this person did all of these things for me today and they don't have to. Anything that a person does for you is because they love you. I, I do things because I love you and care about you, not because I have to do it. So if we operating from that place of gratitude. How can I show that I'm appreciative for what they are doing for me? I appreciate them because they don't have to do it. They're doing it for me because they care about me. So when I broke it down like that, I'm like, I know it's, I know it's a lot of people that feel that way and they can't articulate it as easy as I'm able to. And sometimes we say stuff and because we are so emotional, because our feelings are so hurt, it's hard for us to get it out without emasculating our partner or them feeling attacked or some people can't take constructive criticism and they feel like oh my gosh now you're just making stuff up I do appreciate you and now they feel like we pulling we just I'm just pulling stuff out my ass now huh no I'm not so I know that delivery is important but everybody's a work in progress everybody's not listen but I would want you to deliver it in a way that is gentle that is reassuring that is letting this person know that we in it together I love you I care about you I see you. That is why I'm telling you how I feel. Okay. So that's one of the things that I was thinking about over the weekend. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who have felt like that before or they in relationships and they feel the same way. But I know when I think long-term and I think about making a relationship last and being with somebody that you really care about, I don't think that things can last long when people don't feel appreciated, when people don't feel seen or they don't feel heard. If you in a relationship and you go on tit for tat with a person how do you care about me? And we going tip for tip. Thank you, son. You're My son considered me. He said, "My mom is over here doing her podcast. Maybe she's thirsty. I can get her something to drink because she considered how that would make me feel. He considered what I would be going over here going through. And I love me some orange juice, y'all. And that is my baby in the background." But when I think about long-term and I think about things lasting, I definitely think about being appreciated. And to the, anybody that's single and they, and they feel like, oh, well, this don't apply to me because I don't got, I'm not in a relationship. I always think in a dating phase and somebody getting to know you, how much they consider you. And you can tell how much they consider you by the way that they're dating you, by the things that you've told them, that they try to remember, that they pay attention to. And one thing I felt like I did differently with dating, like I've told y'all before, is I always was the girl who did too much, overextended herself, just doing way too much, liking people too fast. One thing that I did differently was fall back, relax, 
tone it down, okay? Paying attention to who is really listening to me. Who am I telling things about myself and you, I can tell that they remember? And who is just texting me what you doing all day long? They don't really care about what I got going on. They're just trying to figure out when they coming over, when they going to see me, when we going to link up, stuff like that. Really just kind of prolonging and wasting my time. So who is really considering me, thinking about me, making me feel appreciated, making me feel like they really are trying to get to know me? And I know that people pretend good, but this dating phase that you go through, this dating process that doesn't include sex, because once you include sex in it, it's not, it's not dating. It's like, we really kind of in this situationship. Like, we really are kind of like just fucking. Like, it's, once you add sex into it, I don't feel like it's dating anymore. It's like just whatever it is. I don't know. Dating means actively getting to know people. When we date, when we date exclusively, then I'm cutting other people off because now we're being intentional about trying to build a relationship between me and you. But in the process of me dating properly, I'm trying to see who am I compatible with? Who do I have chemistry with? What do I like and don't like? If I jump on the first person that I have chemistry with or the first person that shows me interest or that I'm consistent, of course, I'm going to try to make it work because I don't have anybody else that I'm talking to. I don't even have anything else to compare this to besides my past relationships. So if you are a little bit better than them, then of course I feel like, oh, you're great because you're better than the last guy I was dealing with. But if I had three of y'all that I was talking to and getting to know, I'd be like, well, this guy's very family oriented. Like he's super athletic. He has a great smile. He's a great father. He's educated. We have a great conversation. We have fun together. This guy, no conversation. He's handsome. He has money. He's successful. He's kind of boring, laid back, doesn't like to travel. I will be able to be like, I can see that this, this wouldn't work. We are too different. This wouldn't work because I love traveling. This wouldn't work because I love going out. I feel like a lot of people don't properly date, and that's the reason why they are in relationships with people that don't make them feel appreciated, that don't make them feel considered. You could have seen this in the beginning. You would have been able to see that he is an ungrateful Yes, I don't want to curse. You would have been able to see that he was ungrateful about 10, about 10 months ago. But because you didn't properly get to know him the way you were supposed to look. Unappreciated, undervalued, overworked, underpaid. So that's the way I feel about that. Everything ties back down to feeling appreciated, feeling considered. So let me tell this to you guys. I want to do a little question time, and you guys sent some really good questions that I was looking through earlier. If you hear my babies in the background, that's because they are having a good time. Um, I looked through some of the questions earlier. <laughs> that is my daughter laughing, y'all. Molly, I have a question that I need answers to. Why am I uh, why am I attracting men in relationships or who newly come out of relationships and want nothing from me? Let's talk about it because I'm emotionally drained and I'm literally feeling as if I never had no one. If this is all I'm getting and I've been single for four years. One thing I will say, y'all, is we don't we attract, but we choose. We attract many people. And a lot of times we choose what feels familiar. We choose what reminds us of something else. And I've told y'all this on another podcast. I've told y'all this on another podcast that... If you make a list of the things that the people that you've been with have in common, you will notice some similarities. You will notice that you have a type and that you choose what feels familiar. Whether you with somebody because it reminds you of your last relationship, because it reminds you of your childhood, because it reminds you of how your daddy treated your mom, your mom we pick people who feel familiar. Like, it is of no mistake. 
that people be having similarities. It's of no mistake that people be having certain qualities that remind us something else. And that is why, how likely would it be that you continuously are, end up in relationships with cheaters? That doesn't mean that all men cheat. I know in the times where I was consistently in relationships with cheaters, I was consistently going after the same type of man. The man that's always in the club, the man that's the popping bottles, and every girl's likes and comments, want to talk to them. I'm always, I always wanted to go after the ladies' men. I felt like, you know, he's charismatic, he's charming. Of course he is. He wants some vagina. Of course he's all of those things. Am I, am I attracting cheaters? No. The, the, the root of it is I'm constantly going after ladies' men who are emotionally unavailable, who have no desire for commitment or settling down, or at least with me. So that literally is the common denominator. Me paying attention to who am I choosing? And like she said, like, or they don't want anything to do with me. One thing that I will say is when we are dating, asking the right questions, because can't nobody waste your time if you're asking the right questions. What are you doing? Like, what are, what are you looking for? Are you looking at a date seriously? Are you just going with the flow? Like, when was your last relationship? communicating, talking, like having real conversations too. Not just, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite restaurant? Like real conversations of substance. And pay attention to the men who really got good conversations. Like he has a great conversation outside of getting to know. Outside of like the good conversation of just getting to know somebody, but he can hold a conversation. He's smart. He's, he's educated. He's all of those things. And I love talking to him. I love picking his brain. I love hearing his opinion on different things. So taking your time, like I said, dating does not involve sex. I do not have to have sex to date you, but I'm making sure I'm asking the right questions. I'm seeing who's being intentional. I'm seeing who's being consistent. That's it. Who is going out their way to say like, you know what? I remember that you said that you like seafood. Be ready by eight o'clock. I got this nice date for us, plan for us. You know what? I thought like you would really like this. And you know, this person is having a concert. If you're interested, I would love to take you there. Not somebody texting you what you're doing every single day. Like, that is annoying. Um, hey, Maui, I'm... Conf this is a new question. Let me see how long. 15 minutes. Hey, Maui, I'm in a confused state of mind right now. I started a new job back in March. Okay. Congratulations for your new job. Um, and a co-worker who is 14 years older than me intrigued me. Y'all know I am never here for the older relationships if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you go back to my episode, the things that I've learned from dating older men, y'all. So many things. <laughs> um, I like the way he handles himself. And even with the age difference, I still feel as though we have many relatable things to share. Me and this man has been talking, flirting without any other coworkers knowing. He knows I do like him. He also shows me things and tell me things to, that show he is fond of me. However, recently in a conversation with another coworker, he playfully says, she's 17. I corrected him and said, I'm 23. Then looked at the coworker and said, same thing. Okay, like I was just so theatrical. <laughs> Which is struck a nerve. One, because I really like this man. You really like a man that has never did anything for you besides text you and flirt with you. I want you to, I want you to know that y'all never been out or so far. Y'all never been out or nothing. You like somebody just based off of conversation. No, we can be interested in somebody based off conversation, but I, but it's no need for me to like a person just based off talking. Two, I'm grown and he couldn't have the decency to say, 
I'm grown and he couldn't give me the decency to say I'm 18, but instead use the age range that a child would be considered as. Because he still considers you a child. You're 14 years younger than him, so he does look at himself as more mature. Number three, why would he be flirting with me if he, if he always looked at me that way? Good point. Part two. Yes, she sent it in two parts. We never had sex. We only have sexed it a few times. At times when he was feeling good, he would ask to take me to dinner. I'd agree, but he never fell through on plans. So he has never been out. He make plans with you and he never comes see you. He doesn't prioritize you is what I'm getting so far. You're not a priority to him. You probably are somebody that's probably attractive and it's convenient because we work at the same job. It's entertaining. It's fun. We do work night shifts and he is the main one that count on. They count on. So he's a workaholic. However, once he slipped up and told me he used to date a lady a few years back who he who he used to work with and it didn't work out because she told everybody what they were doing outside of the workplace scenario. Definitely gaslighting you to make sure if y'all do do anything that you don't go around telling anybody at the job because he definitely doesn't want nobody at the job to know that he's messing with somebody 14 years younger than him. What do you think I should do in this situation? I don't even really consider this a situation. I just literally consider this somebody that you've been texting at work. It doesn't seem like it's going to be serious at all. I don't think that it's going to blossom into anything. I think that when I, and you guys know that I'm not really here for the work relationships. I do know that sometimes things do work out. I'm not always right. But I feel like a lot of people go for the work relationships because it's easy. It's convenient. Like we're looking at the same people for eight hours. When I worked at the post office, everybody was fucking each other. Like, that's just what it was. So when I think about that, I don't think about what is attracting to you. What is attracting you to somebody that's 14 years older that you're very intrigued by him? Not, not for you specifically, but for me, when I was dating older guys, I know that I was looking for stability. Like, I just came from such a toxic home environment that I feel like the older guys that I was dating was providing me with stability. They was providing for me. It was fun because they was able to afford to take me on new experiences and take me to different places. A lot of the things that I was looking for in these older guys were things that I could provide. I should be able to provide for myself. Or if I had a dad, at least my dad would be doing these things. Because I realized that the moment that I became independent and I started doing for my, more for myself, I literally didn't want to talk to no older guys no more. But once I started giving those things to myself, I feel like I was no longer attracted to older guys. But I know everybody is different. Everybody's journey is different. I feel like that is specifically for me. What is attracting you to the older guy? What is making you feel like y'all can build something? What would make you want to talk to him in the first place? And let's see. The next question is... When will you be doing it? A lot of these questions are, when are you doing another poetry show? When are you coming to, I know. Okay, I like this one. Advice, you give a lot of people advice for people who have already healed from a relationship. What is some advice that you would give to somebody that's currently in the beginning stages of their self love journey? So I literally would give you the advice of being gentle with yourself, being kind and forgiving yourself. I'm forgiving me for any decision that I made when I didn't know any better. Being kind with myself, 
being gentle, forgiving myself for making decisions when she was at a place in her life when she didn't know any better. I feel like a lot of people go on a self-love journey and they are so hard on themselves. Um, they want to be healed overnight. They want stuff to stop hurting super fast. They want to heal from everything that has hurt them overnight. I would honor how I'm feeling because this self-love journey, y'all, that should get ugly. It get dark. It get uncomfortable. It get boring. You start feeling like something must be wrong with me. Why can't I find somebody to love me? Why can't I find somebody that I like or that I'm interested in? But it get better. It just get it just get really bad and ugly before it gets better. Um, like I tell you all the time, like it's not mimosas on Sundays. It's not self care and chill podcasts every Sunday. Sip my tea, do my ex my my fit my skincare routine. No, I would come home and I literally would be crying because I don't like myself. I don't know how to make her happy. I don't know what she wants. I only know how to be happy in a relationship. That's all I knew. I only know how to determine how worthy I was by who I'm loved by. All of this other stuff was so foreign to me, taking myself out on a date. What? Not taking myself out on a date. All of this extra shit. I did not know how to make her happy. I did not know how to show up for her in a way that I she needed me to. So the main thing that I learned on my journey was just like taking the time that I need to figure out who I am outside of being loved. What makes me happy by myself? Um, how can I make sure that I'm showing up for myself in a way that I'm always full? That anything that I get from other people is extra on top of what I've given to myself. I want to make sure I'm constantly pouring into myself in a way that everything I give to myself is extra. Everything I give to myself is what I need to. But I never want people to come into my life and feel like I want them to overcompensate for what I can't give to myself. That's why it's so important for you to work with yourself, pour into yourself, and love yourself. You can't expect your partner to overcompensate for what you can give to you. I can't, my partner cannot give me security. They can give me emotional security within my relationship, but they can't make me feel secure within myself. Only I can do that. And if I don't feel secure within myself, I will never be secure within that relationship. I will constantly feel like they're doing something. They sneaky. They're going to go find somebody better because of how I personally feel about myself. It's not a compliment in the world that will be able to heal the wounds that I've created inside my own mind. Okay. So I want to constantly make, make sure that I'm doing the work and I'm healing the parts of myself that aren't so lovable sometimes. I want to make sure that I'm giving extra love and extra care and consideration to the parts of myself that I don't really like this today, or I don't really feel that good, or I don't feel like the baddest bitch walking the face of the earth today. I actually feel, uh, yeah, barely did shit today. Don't feel like washing the dishes. Um, I want to give her extra love. Um, so on this journey, when you loving yourself and you and you growing and you experiencing growing pains and you outgrowing people, please be gentle and kind to yourself. You've never did this before. It, it was not a class that, had, that taught you how to love yourself, how to work on yourself, how to build yourself out, how to make you feel good. So all I can say is just make sure that you are being kind and you are being gentle. And that is my message for today. I hope somebody got exactly what they needed from our little episode today. Um, make sure you use the code soft girl for your, all your softest life stuff. I'm wearing a soft life pullover hoodie, pullover sweatshirt with the biker shorts. Um, they're on sale. 
But I hope everybody got what they needed. So if there's anybody listening and you are in the beginning stages of your self-care journey or, or loving yourself or just getting out of a relationship, be gentle. This stuff takes time. But we are healing. We ain't hiding. And we are trying to feel everything that we need to feel so I can make sure that there's no looking back. And I'm and constantly reminding yourself, too, on this journey that you're going to fuck up. You're going to slip up sometimes. And tomorrow we're going to get up and we're going to wake up and we're going to try again. And we're going to be accountable and we're going to be honest with ourselves and we're going to keep pushing forward. It's, the goal is not perfection. The goal is to be consistent. You're going to mess up sometimes. You're going to do, do and make decisions that you're not so proud of. But we are constantly learning. We are learning from a different place now. We are evolving. We are growing. We're going through situations and we're trying to figure out what did I learn? I'm leaving new places with so much more things that I've learned. I'm not, I'm not leaving these places the same person. And I'm not staying in the same place that people left me in. I'm growing and I'm learning. And listen, nobody will find me where they left me at. That's it. We wrapping this up. Don't let nobody find you in the same place that they left you. That's it. If you're looking for me, I'll be hard to find. Don't leave me with nobody. Bye, y'all.